Welcome to the Web Design Brisbane podcast, the daily podcast dedicated to helping you grow your business online with a brilliant website. Learn about the advantages of custom web design, tailored web development, and strategic web marketing with expert advice for business owners and entrepreneurs in Brisbane, Australia. Join Brisbane locals Saul Edmonds and Gillian Smith from Roundhouse, the creative agency, as they chat about these topics and so much more. Are you ready to grow your business with a brilliant website? Let's get started. Hi everybody and welcome to the Web Design Brisbane podcast. This is episode number 29 and today's episode is entitled Website Creation Brisbane. My name is Saul Edmonds and as usual I'm joined by the lovely Gillian Smith. Good morning Saul. Oh hello. A little bit rainy today. Yes, yet again. (laughs) We are the co-founders and creative directors of Roundhouse, the creative agency, a local business with a passion for helping our clients grow. Over to you Jill. Okay, thanks Saul. Well today we will talk about the process of website creation building a website for your business from the ground up. Now, our goal here is to help small business owners, startups and entrepreneurs in the city of Brisbane, Australia, take their opportunities to the next level with brilliant website design. If you're from another location or city, welcome. Thanks for joining us today and we hope that we can help you grow your business in the online space. Okay, so what are today's topics, Jill? Okay, today we're talking about website creation. We're going to get into the nuts and bolts for those just starting their website journey. The starting point today will be domains. How to secure your domain name, your preferred domain name. And from there, we'll give you an overview of the most popular web platforms. And plus, we'll provide a discussion on what you need to organise before you actually start your web project. Okay, so it sounds like there's uh, a lot to cover here today, Jill. (laughs) Uh, Where are we going to start? Okay, well, let's start with website creation and domains. Okay, so, so for those um, brand new to website design, what's a domain name? Okay, so basically when you go, you search anywhere, like ours, ours for example is roundhouse.cc. Generally you would have the www in front of it, but it's not required. If you just type that in or you've got Google for example, g-o-o-g-l-e.com or .com.au. So that's a domain name. That's really the little uh, signpost that points you to the actual content and the website itself. Okay, well, for people new to website design and getting that process, where do you get a domain name from? Okay, so there's a huge range of places you can get them online. Often your provider that you go to, like us, can actually sort that for you. They can actually register it for you. There's places online like GoDaddy, Crazy Domains and so on. There's there's hundreds of them. So Saul, have you got any tips when it comes to choosing a good domain name? I say a good domain name or domain names um, uh, some people consider that the shorter they are, the better. And generally, that is true because you want people to be able to easily remember it as well because ultimately it's a part of your brand as well. But a good domain name, if you're having, say, more than one as well, because you can point extra ones, you can have your primary one that's used on all your material that you tell everyone about, but then you can have other ones as well that also can include key keywords but also 
so that uh, people... I mean, the trade-off between having a shortened annotated version that if people look at it, you know, they don't actually um, see your name because your name might be, you know, four words long and having that might make a domain name that's too long. But generally, it might be good to grab that longer version anyway. So one, nobody else gets it and you have it and you can still point it over but you might be able to do something else with it as well. Okay, well, so today in chatting about web creation, we're also going to talk about web platforms. Mm. So, Saul, just for those starting out, what actually is a web platform? Okay, so another word for a web platform might be a CMS or a content management system. So that's the way in which um, people like us build websites, but also having a platform where you can then edit the site yourself. You might also have a custom-made web platform that might be a learning management system to our LMS in order for uh, to have an um, online space where you're doing online education or so forth. So there's a few different uh, things that can be called a web platform. So from, from your point of view, what are the most popular web platforms for small business? Okay, so if we're talking about web platforms being content management systems, some of the most popular ones in the world are WordPress, things like Squarespace, um, Joomla, Magento, and there's a range of, of other ones. There's probably... I'm not sure if there's quite hundreds, but there's there's a lot of different content management systems and ones that people also build out from scratch to suit like we have in the past. Okay, well, now we're going to talk about web creation and the process of actually getting started with your website. Hmm. Okay, so you want to get started. What do I need to get sorted before that process begins? Uh, so before you, you start your actual site yeah before you even begin your website your new website design or process what things do you need to have in place okay so some of that just comes down to if you're speaking with your um, web designer and your especially if you're brand new to this and generally a lot of people won't know have no idea where to start so this is where you know even doing this podcast is is really designed especially for people who've got no idea just to give them um and an insight into those things so one of the very first things do is just to think about um generally not even think about it in terms of your website think about how you want your business to be represented because um people think that those two things are different and in one sense there's your own specific things you need to know when you're starting a website but if you think about your business and how you want to be represented whether that's in print or online you can't go wrong because then your website designer can help you formulate that in a really good suggested way for that particular platform for site so having so your, that's a great starting point having your brand and logo in place is is really key yeah that's right and your brand also then being the whole range of other things like your value proposition about what you're what you're offering people how you want to speak about your services um the way in which you want to sell and 
also the way in which when people come to your website, um, the bigger picture being what sort of sales funnel or process from your website you want them to go to. So the bigger picture is a fair bit bigger, but since we're just talking about website design, we'll mm-hmm. stick to that for now. Okay, well, in essence, you need to have a clarity on your business goals, but you also need to have a good understanding of your target audience. Yeah, exactly. And your target audience might be split into different um, audience groups, but if they're, if it's a lot more specific, you might be then you know, in... Um, in discussion with your website designer to talk about how that might differ if you're going to be targeting a particular audience for, especially say if you're selling products online and um, if there's a particular way and other features within the website that you need to include to enhance that process. Okay, well when starting out to organise a new web project, when do you start when should you start getting your content sorted, your website content? Well, simply as soon as possible because the things that always happen with, you know, really there's not too many website processes. You know, pe- people are busy. People are busy. They don't always know what they have to get. If there's not good communication from the website designer, then that just makes the process longer. Hence increases frustration and um, makes it not as as good experience but the sooner the better because then if there's things that you think you need and you actually need to provide a lot more than that at least if you start early and you start talking to the person um, creating your website as early as possible you can identify any potential gaps or things that you need to do or they need to do. Okay, well, what about the images on your website? Do, you know, you as a small business owner need to organise them or does your web designer take care of all that for you? Well, that's going to come down to a good scope too. So an example might be that if you have a photograph of yourself that you took yourself at home and... Really, it doesn't, it's not really up to scratch. Your website designer, if they've got a great relationship, all they do, those services, like really great um, headshots, hypothetically, for small business owners, they can arrange that for you. Because it is important to put a face to every business, I think. It is, yeah. I think no matter what it is, Having some human element is really important. So great photography, which of course is great content. And how many great, about pages have no photos? <laughs> well, have no photos or they have a photo which isn't appropriate for what they're talking about because, you know, first impressions do last and people and people want to deal with other people who are professional. And, I mean, it is a bit of a no-brainer because if you want that, you go, yes, I want to be professional. I want to come across as that. I want my brand to be. But there's one part of it that, that falls down, which might be your, you know, how you actually then look. Then that does, it might have a little impact, but it does have an impact. And what are your thoughts generally just about using stock photography? Stock photography is, of course, widely used but the reality is that that you know you have to use it with a grain of salt and use it very carefully because uh, people 
um, even if people aren't experts, they're not designers, people have a, a pretty clear idea of what's stock photography when they see it. They're very attuned to visuals these days online and people have an idea when that picture of like the different cultural groups all sitting in an office aren't probably in that person's office. There's, um, and especially if those cultural groups aren't appropriate to the country in which you're doing it, it's even more obvious. So that can have a negative, uh, more of a negative impact than anything, even though the convenience, obviously, of stock photography is great. And, like, you know, don't get me wrong, too, there, it, it, it can be really good if you use it in the right way. But ultimately, the best result that gives uh, added trust and gives really the right message is when you get custom photography done because it, it, it adds a lot of weight to um, any experience online okay. content. Well, finally, Saul, from your many years of experience in web design development, what would you say is the final parting words of things that you need to get started, get, need to get sorted before starting out with your small business website? Okay, so just just a, um, a simple list. Great to have, have before you start any of that process, your branding and your logo in, in place. Uh, your domain or domains, really clear business goals because that's going to impact on your scope and how you think about your content as well. In fact, it'll probably make everyone's life a lot easier, especially yours. Um, even, the t- even if that takes a little bit longer, a really clear understanding of your audience, have your website content ready to go or at least be thinking about it, have a strategic approach to it. Having a starting point, it doesn't have to be 100% finished, but have a, a good starting point to expand on it in the conversation with your website designer and any website images. But instead of saying that to your a website designer can usually help with all of that. But that's an open conversation as well, or it should be anyway. Okay, and once again, thank you so much for listening, guys. That's actually it for today. Before we go, please don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast. We'd love to hear your feedback. Also, if you'd like to read the transcript of this episode, please visit our website at roundhouse.cc forward slash web hyphen design. We're on a journey to help local Brisbane businesses grow the opportunities online and exceed their goals. Thanks for listening and we'll see you tomorrow. Bye. Bye, guys. Today's session of the Web Design Brisbane podcast has come to a close. Be sure to subscribe for more daily web design and web marketing strategies to help you grow your business and realize your dreams. And don't forget to rate and review so we can continue to bring you the best daily content possible. We'll see you tomorrow here at the Web Design Brisbane podcast.